the Physician's Road. Create your life in medicine, on your own terms. Today, we are on the path of personal development. Today, on the Physician's Road podcast, we have hands down our best podcast if you are in career transition or looking to learn a new skill. My friend and mentor, Delatoro L. McNeil II, is a powerful coach and keynote speaker all over the world to numerous Fortune 500 companies and organizations. We discuss how to become an in-demand keynote speaker, coach, or consultant, and how mastering the art of communications can help you in your personal and professional life. Sit back and enjoy our best podcast yet. Go to thephysiciansroad.com forward slash D-E-L to learn more about his books and coaching programs. Again, thephysiciansroad.com forward slash D-E-L to learn more about this phenomenal coach and speaker. The Physician's Road is brought to you by Vernonville Asset Management. Vernonville Asset Management was created to help physicians build wealth and create income beyond Wall Street. Through our exclusive private investments, doctors can begin to free themselves from the burdensome regulations in healthcare by creating income streams independent of medicine. Go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get your free report, Wall Street's Biggest Lie. Again, go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get Wall Street's Biggest Lie and free yourself today. Welcome everyone to the Physicians Road podcast. Today we're on the path of personal development and I'm so happy to have um, not just a friend of mine but a mentor, a guide. Um, I have taken pretty much all of his courses and all of his classes um, from his Crush to Stage which is an amazing um, professional speaking uh, training program. It teaches you how to become a professional speaker uh, to his Speaking Business Mastery which teaches you how to become really create a speaking business. Um, we have Delatoro L. McNeil II. Uh, he is a mega keynote speaker. Um, he's been on the Million Dollar Roundtable twice. He's also a peak performance expert and perf- high-level performance coach. And I wanted to bring him to the Physician Road audience because he is, the Physician Road would not exist without him. He helped me craft what this is and how we communicate out to the world and <laughs> communicate our message to the world. And so as I do with, with all the people who, who mean something in my life, I try to bring them to you all. And so today I want to introduce, introduce you to Della Toro McNeil. Dell, how are you today? Can you kind of tell the people who you, who you are and kind of what you do in the world? Dr. Tate, it's a tremendous honor to be here with you on this incredible, incredible podcast of Physicians Road, man. And I am so honored, man, because it's been such an incredible journey to watch you birth this and bring this into manifestation. And that's one of the things that I love about you, man, is you are truly a manifester. You end up taking what is in your heart and in your head and you manifest it into reality. And I think that's one of the hallmarks of a high achiever and a peak performer. So uh, again, I am Del Toro. I'm so excited to be here with you all. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very hum- humble guy from uh, Florida who's been fortunate enough to figure out what his purpose and his life assignment is at an early age. And, you know, uh, Mark Twain said the two most important days of your life is the day that you're born and the day that you figure out why. And then uh, I would actually add a third day is the day that you actually move into your why. Because I know a lot of people who have figured it out. They know it mentally. They haven't shifted into it. Right. And I think that's part of the mission of this podcast. Right. Is this physician's road is to help healthcare professionals at every level begin to make the shift. Entrepreneurs at every level to begin to shift into 
going from thinking to trying, dreaming to doing, wanting to walking, pontification to actual participation. So I'm really, really excited about this wonderful opportunity, this platform that we've got to create transformation. Uh, people say that knowledge is power. I totally disagree. I believe that applied knowledge is power. It doesn't matter for us to know it. We have to begin to start to execute and take, if you're taking notes, write this down, imperfect action on our dream. Uh, so uh, I've delivered over 4,000 paid talks all over the world. I'm the youngest CSP in the world, 15-year member of the National Speakers Association. And the CSP is the Certified Speaking Professional designation, which is uh, bestowed, it's the highest international earned designation for professional speaking excellence. I earned it at the age 33. I'm now 41 at the time of this recording. And so I'm very, very fortunate to have um, uh, generated a tremendous amount of revenue changing lives. I firmly believe this, that we're, pur that we're purposed in life to make a difference in a dollar at the same time. And I think that once we really tap into what our real life assignment is and what our gifts and callings are, we can do just that. Uh, I've taught public speaking at the university level. I've taught it to Fortune 50 corporations all over the world. And I've been fortunate to have the, to, to executive produce and star in the world's only inspirational business reality television show based on public speaking. So if you like Shark Tank or The Prophet or Hell's Kitchen or, or, or any of those business reality television shows, you make sure you want to check out an episode of our reality show. It's called The Keynote. And you can visit the keynotetvshow.com to learn all about it. That's the keynotetvshow.com to learn all about it. We have six one-hour episodes that are absolutely fantastic uh, to kind of give you an introduction to what, what it is that we've done in the industry and how we've helped people shift and take it to the next level. So thank you so much, Dr. Tate, for the wonderful honor to be here with you, man. I'm, 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 I'm a believer in the fact that uh, one of my good friends, Brian Tracy, said like this. He said, professional success can never come before personal success. He said, you can never out-earn your personal self-concept. And I thought that was powerful. I'm going to say that again. He said, you can never out-earn professionally your own personal self-concept. So I believe the more that we grow internally is the more we can expand externally. And now you all see why I had to have that. I've been, I've been bugging Dale for months to get on the podcast so that I can share his wisdom and knowledge with you all. And so I know many of many of you all who listen to the Physicians Road may be in transition. And when I say about transition, is just there's a lot of things going on in healthcare, a lot of things going on in medicine. Um, and ultimately, we created the Physicians Road to try to help doctors, dentists navigate through these these fields. And so. You know, many people, I think, feel like they might be stuck or kind of in a rut a little bit. And so, Dell, what's the biggest issue you see with high achieving professionals um, in their quest to move to wherever they're moving to, wherever their next kind of incarnation is going to be in terms of their professional life, personal life? Kind of what are those barriers um, that you see out there and, and how do you kind of help people kind of get through those processes? Powerful question, and I'm very, very fortunate because eight years ago, I wrote a best-selling book called Caught Between a Dream and a Job, How to Leave the Nine-to-Five Behind and Step into Life You've Always Wanted. That's probably my flagship book. It's kind of like, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's written over 30 books, but he's known most for Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? So I'm most known for, I've written seven books, and uh, I'm most known for Caught Between a Dream and a Job, and I've helped people all over the world with this very conversation. And one of the biggest things that I see, uh, Dr. Tate, that's so, so powerful and and prevalent in the transitional conversation is the fact that we have to learn that you cannot get to second base with your foot still on first. And I think so often we, 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 we want more, we want the next level, but we're not willing to let go. And so the first thing that we have to be willing to let go of is we got to let go of old thinking. 
right? If we're going to shift from employee thinking, right, or into entrepreneurial thinking, if we're going to shift over from running a practice to running our own business, uh, running running a brand with an office to actually running a, a brand that requires no office space whatsoever, you can literally work from anywhere in the world, that's a shift in thinking, right? That's a shift in mindset. That's a shift in paradigm. So one of the first things that I see is we try to come into, you know, scripture reminds us that you can't pour new wine into old wineskins. But what I often see people do is they try to bring their old mindsets that worked there into this new entrepreneurial type of uh, expansion. And I love what the great change agent Marshall, Marshall Goldsmith said in his book, what got you here won't get you there. We have to understand that it's not quite the lateral move you think. And a lot of high achievers, we best we, we bank on and we rest on our previous achievement, our previous accomplishment, our previous credentials, our previous degrees, our previous and all, all, all this stuff. And we say, okay, let me just come right over. And so I think a humility factor plays into where we have to be willing to really humble ourselves and and step down off of that pedestal that we've been placed on for so long and ask for help. So, so, so number one is being willing to let go of the old thing, but number two is being willing to ask for help, ask for mentoring and ask for coaching because the personal development space is not learned in college. There is not one person that we admire or respect that learned personal and professional development in college, right? Uh, <laughs> think about it, right? Uh, Earl Nightingale, Napoleon Hill, none of these people learn this stuff by going to college. The personal development industry was built on apprenticeship. It's built on mentorship. It's built on learning it from someone who came before you. So one of the things that I firmly believe is that if we're going to begin the transition, you've got to find who your Mr. Miyagi is. If you're listening, please write that down. You must find your Mr. Miyagi. Here's the reason why I say that, especially in the professional speaking industry. Um, you ask 30 different successful speakers how to do one thing in speaking, you're going to get 30 different answers and they all are correct because it worked for that speaker. The professional speaking industry specifically has no barrier to entry. The downside to that is that creates tremendous amounts of competition because any wannabe can come into the space. Now, am I saying you've got to pass the bar or pass the LSAT or, or pass residency to become a speaker? No, Les Brown didn't, Tony Robbins didn't. But my point is we have shifted Dr. Tate, from this industry being built on the era of the sage on the stage, which is Dennis Waitley, come on, right? <laughs> the Connie Podestas, the, the, the Tom Hopkins, the Zig Ziglers of the world, we've shifted from that to the age of the expert. Now we're in the age of the expert. We've even left the creative age. We're now in the age of the expert. We're in the age of the result, the age of the outcome. So now it becomes critically important for us to understand, even from a medical perspective, what problem do we solve? We know this. We know this from a healthcare perspective because we understand that people come to us to get cured from things, right? Diseases, sicknesses, illnesses, et cetera, et cetera. When it comes to the professional speaking space, I think if we're going to begin to transition, we have to look at who we are as professional problem solvers. What corporate association, industry, ministry, academic, military uh, problem, organizational problem, governmental problem? Do you solve with your gift and talent? And once you get clear about the problem you solve, then you have to get clear about the messaging inside you that's helped solve that problem. Then we got to market that message to the world. Oh, now that is great. And so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna come right back to that mark the steps of marking the message to the world. And so yeah. just to kind of go back to I'm clear, and so the audience is clear as well. Mm. Um, what I heard you what I heard you say is number one, we have to let go of old thinking, old ways of being as we're trying to move to the next level. Yes. Two. 
you have to ask for help. You have to find that mentor, that guide, that Mr. Miyagi, as you were saying. Yeah. And then three, you have to think about what problem you're going to solve in the marketplace. I mean, as physicians, we solve the problem. Well, we try to solve the problem of disease and health and kind of yes. unhealthy living. Yes. But if we're transitioning or we're adding to that in terms of our toolkit, we need to think about what the market needs out there that we may be uniquely qualified to solve um, yes. and how we're going to go out there and move um, from that standpoint. So let's talk about that a little bit then. Um, and so we have people out there who are looking at different ancillary processes, side gigs as some people would call them, where they may be medicine adjacent, they may be not. But as physicians, we are not taught anything about business, about branding, about yes. messaging, about who, you know, problem solving, any of those types of things. And so when someone comes to you as their Mr. Miyagi, what is it, what are those steps that people need to kind of know that what, what is the process that someone is going to go through, whether it's with you or someone else, what is the process someone is going to go through um, in terms of those steps? Well, the first thing I would say is that medical professionals have a specific and unique, in my humble opinion, um, predisposal to the conversation of being a problem solver in business because uh, that's what you've done in medicine for years. So just like, you know, so for example, you could come out as a generalist and say, I'm just a general motivational speaker, self-help improvement person, et cetera, et cetera. However, what we've seen most effective in our industry is people who pick a niche, pick a niche and grow rich, right? So, so in medicine, it might be chiropractic, right? Or it might be oral surgery for dentists, or it might be, you know, it might be, you know, um, uh, uh, oncology, right? Or it might be, you know what I'm saying? Or it might be cardiology, right? So at the end of the day, there's, there's all these endocrinology, there's all these different specializations, right? The speaking profession, the professional development industry works the same way. Uh, even though, uh, even the, so even from a professional de development standpoint, you've got diversity, you know, work for, workforce culture, you've got inclusionism, right? You've got, you've got compliance, you've got, you know, um, HR, all kinds of stuff like that, right? And then on the personal side, you've got things like productivity, peak performance, leadership, sales, customer service, right? All these are different pockets or specializations within the industry. So the first thing that I would say is the first step is to inventory your life. Inventory your life and inventory yourself, because here's what I, I firmly believe is sales is sales. Leadership is leadership. Customer service is customer service. Personal development is personal development. The only thing that makes one speaker different from another is the personal story that they bring to it, is the personal journey that they've gone on to allow them to be successful. If you listen to Tom Hopkins teach on goal setting and Zig Ziglar teach on goal setting, if you listen to... Um, Eric Thomas teach on, on, on hitting a goal and you listen to Les Brown talk about hitting a goal, the principles for hitting a goal are going to be very similar. Their approach, their personal journey, their languaging, their lexicon is going to be different, but the principles are somewhat the same. And that falls true in any, any way you attack this, any way you slice the pie. So the first thing we got to do is really got to inventory ourselves. What unique problem do you really want to solve? And I want to ask everyone on this podcast four questions. Question number one, what do you love to do? Question number two, watch this. So question number one, what do you love to do? Which is a question of purpose, right? I'm sorry. Question number one is what do you love to do? Which is a question of passion. Question number two is what are you good at? Which is a question of proficiency. Okay. Question number one is, what do you love? Which is a question of passion. Question number two is, what are you good at? Which is a question of proficiency. Question number three, what does the world need? 
okay? Not what does the world want, but what does the world need? If you can attach what it is that you do and what you're passionate about to the world's need, right? To the bottom line of that company, the bottom line of that organization, the bottom line of that, of that nonprofit, the bottom line of that fill in the blank, right? Once you know what they need, they're going to need you because you literally, at the end of the day, I only go to CVS to get Excedrin for a headache that I have. At the end of the day, we got to understand that the only reason why people buy something, a sale is made when a need and a problem collide. Does that make sense? I'm sorry, a problem and a solution collide. So what does the world need? And the fourth question you got to ask yourself is, what is the world going to pay for? Because there are certain things that the world needs that they're not willing to stroke a check for. Well, that's called philanthropy, right? And you could be out here broke as a communicator, speaker, author, because you want to help people. First thing I want you to do is get rid of that conversation. I just want to help people. No. At the end of the day, if you want to help people, you need to be able to charge people. Because the truth is, people don't appreciate what they get for free. Here's what I mean by that. Dr. Tate, I speak all over the world. And every time I bless people with a book, the, or, or, or audio program, the chances of them listening to it, if I circle, like if I give some, if I give a bellman a copy of my book at a hotel, and then I come back to Chicago three months later, I see that same bellman. Hey, what's up, man? I, I remember you were telling me you were going through a rough time. Did you get a chance to read my book? Man, you know what? I didn't get around to it, man. You know, I was really wanting to, you know, and everybody has every excuse under the sun. I've had barbers that I have cut my hair for years and I'll give them a free audio program. I'll come back two weeks later. I said, listen, have you had a chance to listen to that? Man, you know, I really haven't, right? Or the cleaners, the guy at my cleaners or the lady, you know, I've done so much to bless people because I wanted to help people. And you ask them or you give them a free seat at your seminar and you say, hey, where are you at with that content a year later? Nine times out of 10, guess what? They haven't applied it because people don't respect what they get for free. So I want to ask you on this podcast, some of you all are, are, you want to help. You want to make a difference. You want to change. You want to create value, right? But you have not understood the fact that you got to find what I like to call the bliss or the sweet spot between four things, what you love, what you're incredibly good at, what the world needs, and what the world is willing to stroke a check for what they're willing to swipe a credit card for. Once you find the sweet spot between that multi, uh, that four part, I don't, you can't call it a trifecta, Dr. Tate, but that four factor, <laughs> you've got some power. And we'll I think- call, We'll call it, we'll call it a, a quad factor, right? A quad factor, there you go. <laughs> so I hope, I hope the people who are listening appreciate, because this podcast will be free, appreciate how much coaching you just gave them in that right there that how, how much headache and heartache that will save. Mm. I always say it's the Venn diagram between those. I have, I usually have three things. And I say, the last thing is I take it out of the Venn diagram is, is say, okay, now what are they, now who's, who's willing to pay you for that? So I usually do the three interlocking areas in terms of passion, what you're good at and what you really want to do, because yeah. to be realistic, we as physicians and, and kind of well-paid um, medical professionals, we don't have to do other things, right? So mm-hmm. most of what we're doing is not because we want to make more money doing something else. That's sure. actually very difficult in an entrepreneurial standpoint to make yeah. more money than what we do as physicians. So it's not, people aren't leaving because of money. Sure, People exactly. are leaving because of a wounded passion. People yeah. are leaving because of kind of psychic injury, um, yeah. just headaches and these kinds of things. And so, yeah. you know, I always caution people when I, when I talk to them is, you know, be clear of your why, why you're doing this. Yeah. I would say don't, don't run from medicine. Yeah. You're running to something. I love it. I love right? it. I love it. Yes. Because you're going to be miserable trying to run away from medicine. Right. Do, if you're going to, if you're going to spend your time, your hard earned time doing something else, 
make sure that it's something that's going to be fulfilling for you yeah. uh, in the process. And then you have to figure out, okay, is what's fulfilling to me, is somebody going to pay for it? And if they are going to pay for it, well, somebody will always pay for what you have. You just may not be marketing it to the right people. Correct. Correct. And so, you know, I, I tell people, I don't care what your hobbies are. I don't care what, whatever your passion is. I can find a way for you to monetize it. That's right. You just may be fishing in the wrong pond for the people that you think should pay you for. Like, no, there, there are some wealthy people who would gladly get your, take your expertise in this. You That's just right. haven't figured out who those people are yet. So, um, so that was great. And so let's actually break it down. So we talked about it from a speaking standpoint. So, mm-hmm. um, you, you were kind of the master about, of teaching people how to become professional speakers, right? Mm-hmm. And so for, for people who have that um, want, um, we're going to make sure we put a link in the show notes to be able to kind of interface with you in that standpoint. But there are physicians who are doing other things. And so let's just take things, let's just talk about coaching, right? Yeah, so yeah. I know a lot of coaches come through your program. They may, mm-hmm. And somebody who wants to get into coaching may not realize why someone like you how someone like you can help them. So talk about your, let's get to do some case studies of coaches. And while they may not be keynote speakers, talk about why being a master communicator um, can help in the coaching realm. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that I firmly believe is that the true, any high achiever, every high achiever that I've ever met has one thing in common. They've all got a coach. And when you really understand that coaching, watch this, is the process of taking someone from where they are to where they desire to be, then you understand that all of us have within us an ability, if we so choose, to coach people along a journey. Now, I think it's important to understand this. You don't necessarily have to have walked my exact path to be able to coach me from where I'm at to where I need to be. Because the true essence of great coaching is the understanding that the person being coached already has their own answers. It's about asking the right questions to bring that truth or their own truth to the surface. A lot of times that truth gets suppressed because of adversity, challenges, issues, hardships, et cetera. But one of the things that I think is a disconnect, Dr. Tate, for most people is that they don't understand the role of a coach. They think, okay, if I go sit down and talk to somebody and tell them all about my past and what I've been through uh, and they give me some strategies, then that's a coach. No, that's a therapist. And I think there's a time for therapy and I think there's a place for therapy. Because a therapist deals with the past, but a coach or a mentor tends to deal with your present and pushing you forward into the future. And so one of the things that I, I really help coaches understand is that at the end of the day, if you want to grow your coaching or let's expand it even further, Dr. Tate, your coaching or consulting practice, right? Uh, if you want to grow and expand into coaching and consulting, in my humble opinion, the broadest net that you can cast for coaching and consulting is speaking. Because at the end of the day, Let's take, if you, can, if you can be the one to give a keynote at a conference of maybe, let's say, 2,000 people, right, and you happen to give a 35-minute keynote at that conference, now you've got 2,000 people at the highest level of your funnel. Does that make sense? Now, you're coaching and you're consulting, which is your time. Please be clear about this. When you're keynoting, you get the greatest, how do I want to say this? <laughs> you get the broadest net for the least amount of your time. The reason why I'm a big proponent of using keynote speaking to help with help bring people into your coaching and consulting business is because the closer people get to you and the more amount of time they take from your schedule, the more you should charge them. Here's the problem with that. The more you charge them, the fewer people can afford it. So to cast the widest net, my friend, 
You've got to use speaking as a way to funnel people into. And you were talking about case studies. I've worked with so many doctors who uh, have, have, have uh, or PhDs in various industries who have great, deep, wealthy content to share from a consulting and coaching perspective, but they struggle getting people deeper into their funnel. And the reason why they struggle is because they don't understand the concept of a funnel. The funnel says, listen, at the end of the day, it is crucially important that you understand that people are going to get hooked on you for free first. I like to call it bourbon chicken phenomenon. We've all been to the mall and we've been to the food court and you're going to Chick-fil-A, let's just say. On the way to Chick-fil-A, you happen to get asked by somebody, would you like a free piece of bourbon chicken, right? And it's a small piece of nice, moist, juicy, charred up, you know, chicken with some bourbon sauce on it. But you hungry, right? And it's hot and it's free. So you're like, okay, boom, you pop it in your mouth. And you're like, this is good. Now you was walking, but as soon as you pop that morsel in your mouth, you stop, right? And you go from walking to now tasting. You go from tasting to looking up at the menu. As you're looking up at the menu, they're telling you today's special. Two meats, vegetables for $7.99 and some rice and some noodles and some extra sauce. You're like, oh, wow. If what I'm tasting is good, everything else on the menu has got to be amazing. The purpose, I get chill bumps. This is so powerful. The more you can understand that whether it's through your podcast or whether it's through your webinar or whether it's through your conference call or whether it's through Facebook Live or whether it's through uh, speaking at a convention or whatever, whatever, you want to cast a wide free net first to get as many people as humanly possible. And then once you get them into learning more about who you are and what you have to offer, then you can coach them, consult them, train with them, mastermind with them, all of these other things that we want to do. But you have to catch the fish before you scale it. Absolutely. I'm glad you went <laughs> into the uh, into the process of what a funnel actually is. Yeah. Um, and so just just to recapitulate for people, the so all a funnel is, is how people come to know who the heck you are. Yes, and then sir. you move them down a process of, of interacting with you however you want to interact with them. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that is not something that is taught pretty much anywhere. I mean, nope. I wasn't taught in college. It's, it actually was not taught in business school. Um, yeah. And so that's one of those things that you have to learn. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you, were the, you, you were the big clean sheets, whiteboard, <laughs> whiteboard doing funnels in your, in your, uh, in your courses. So yes, I, I can so honestly say you, you know what funnels are and, and, and helping people. And I think that's the disconnect um, that those who don't do professional, I should say, personal development outside of medicine Yes. Don't get these skill sets because they don't know that they're out there and you don't know that that they're needed. Right. Yes. Yes. In many ways, before I kind of got into this world, I just thought business happened because business happened. Right. Mm. I had no idea that there is a there's a magic sauce that cr that creates business in terms of finding people's problems, bringing them in making sure that you are talking to the right audience, all of those types of things. There are, very, there are precious few places in the world where you can go where someone actually teaches you that process. Right, right, right. right. Um, and, you know, you are one of the people who, 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 who do do that. And so we just talked about coaching. There are a lot of physicians also in the multi-level marketing space. And so mm. MLM, they have downlines, they have people that they're trying to, to lead. Um, yeah. They have individuals that they are trying to convince um, Tell me your experience with that and kind of working with people that are in that space and, and how do you help people who are in that space? And what are they, what are they, people who are in that space, what should they be thinking about to you kind of grow that business? 
the unique thing, in my humble opinion, Dr. Tate, between so let's just let's just cut to the chase. Last year, Warren Buffett, right, went on record to say that the most important business skill he ever developed was his ability to speak well in public, to be a powerful public communicator. He makes all of his top business students register and take for at least two years public speaking courses through Toastmasters International. Now, last year in 2017, I was the opening keynote speaker for the Toastmasters World Convention. It's the largest public speaking organization in the world. Over 300,000 members from 180 countries. And I was blessed enough to be the opening keynote speaker. Very grateful for that. But the reason why I share the story about Warren Buffett is because of the wealthiest dude on the planet, right? Attributes his business success, not to mastering trends and, 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 and all of that, right? The stock market and all that and future pacing and all that. But really understanding how to convey his message uh, to the public, then I think we need to pay attention. And so because I really believe it's important that we pay attention to that, I think when we go down this road of direct sales, network marketing, right, I think it's important that we understand the best way to build our downlines is to be communicating with passion and enthusiasm the value that our product and service brings to the masses. I've never seen one single successful direct sales or network marketing company that doesn't bring on stage and, and put a mic in their hand to all their top performers. Every top performer, I don't care if they're a farmer from Podunk, Iowa, right? Is going to get on that microphone and talk about how they massage this cream into their knee and they don't have any more joint pain. And now they got a downline of 500,000. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, every successful person in direct sales or network marketing at some point is going to have to get on stage and tell their downline or tell the public how they got the result that they got. At the end of the day, please, everyone, please write this down. Excellence can never be hidden. My mentor, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, taught me that a long time ago. He said, excellence can never be hidden. Why does that matter? Because no matter what we are good at, somebody's going to hear about it. If, if a good movie comes out, you're going to tell people. If an incredible restaurant opens, you're going to tell people. So when people find out about your excellence, they're going to tell people. Does that make sense? When they tell people, the masses are going to come to you wanting to ask you how you can teach them how to be as good as you are. I can't tell you how many real estate investors I've met who have who've done all these incredible deals. And then they come to me, they say, Del Toro, I'm a real estate investor. I'm not a public speaker, but all these people want to learn how to do real estate investing from me. What, once you succeed at anything, people are going to come to you and ask you how to teach them how to do that, how to do it well. So what I'm saying, my friend, is you can't hide because excellence cannot be hidden. And you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if there was not excellence in your bones. So who you are and what you're gifted and called to do is going to shine. And when it shines, you got to be ready to get on that stage and convey, share, and communicate. Oh, yeah. I can, I can, I can attest <laughs> to that uh, 100%, especially on the real estate side. Uh, yes. I give away a lot, of, a lot of free real estate advice to folks, and I'm, I'm happy to do it. And so let's talk. So the last thing, um, because this was a great opening podcast, of course, we're going to have you back on. Um, yes, but what I always like to ask people is, what didn't I ask you that I should have asked you um, in terms of physicians who are looking and wanting to transition um, in their career potentially or do mm -hmm. something else in their career. What do you want to convey to them um, right now? I think the biggest thing that I would say is the secret to your success or failure in anything, no matter where you decide to go, no matter where you decide to transition into, 
is something that Dr. John Maxwell shared with me a long time ago. He said, the secret to your success or failure is hidden in your daily routine. I'm going to say that again. The secret to your success or failure is hidden in your daily routine. So what I want to encourage you to do is as you begin to think through your transition, find ways, bite-sized ways to incorporate your transition into your daily agenda. Because if it's important to you, you do it daily. Think about it. People say, people say this to me all the time, Dr. Tate. They say, Del Toro, motivation wears off. You're a motivational speaker. Ha, 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 motivation wears off. I say, so does bathing. So does mascara, deodorant, toothpaste, makeup, cologne, lotion. Everything that you put on every day wears off same day. So in order, in order for motivation, in order for peak performance, for, in order for any of these things to work, personal development, you've got to apply it daily. What am I trying to say to you who's listening to this podcast? Dissect your daily agenda. Find out what matters most to you and build whatever matters most to you into your daily agenda. If you see a successful gold medal Olympic athlete, ask them how often they practice. They'll tell you every day. If you find someone who's killing it on Wall Street, you ask them how often they study the market. They'll tell you every day. If you find a successful real estate investor, you ask them how often they're studying properties, looking at trends, looking at profit and loss values, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Evaluating their debt to income, et cetera, et cetera. They're doing it every single day. If you look at someone who's super fit, got ripped abs everywhere, I mean, just killing it in their physical body. How often do they work out? How do they work their body every single day? You ask a kid who's good at Xbox or PlayStation, how often do you play? Every day. The secret to your success or failure, my friend, is hidden in your daily agenda. It's hidden in your daily routine. So the real magic question is, what can I do daily to get me closer to my dream? What can I do every day in a small portion? You know, it's, it's amazing to me how, have you ever been driving down, just, so follow the metaphor. Have you ever been driving down a highway, you, were, you had your hand on the steering wheel, and you took your hand off the steering wheel for a quick second to test whether or not your car alignment was on, and you notice that it was off, so the vehicle starts to veer to the left, or maybe even veer to the right, and then of course you grab the steering wheel again, and you make it aligned again. Why, so here's the question. If you keep your hand off for a second, not much happens, right? You just start to veer a little bit, but you're still in your lane. Imagine keeping your hand off that steering wheel for 30 days and you're still going 60 miles an hour, right? 70 miles an hour. My point is small changes can completely put you in a completely different destination over time. The small things you build into your daily agenda over a 30-day, 60-day, 90-day period can completely change your entire life trajectory. So many times we think that in order to shift into our destiny, we gotta make these massive monumental changes. No, 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 no. What I try to teach high achievers and peak performers like us who already have 100 things on our plate, half of which don't belong, that's a different podcast, is small baby steps. Remember, the only difference between water turning into steam, which powers locomotives, is one degree. Water does not boil at 211 degrees. It gets hot as hell. You don't want to put your finger in it, but it doesn't turn into steam until 212 degrees. And at 212 degrees, water turns into steam. What's the one degree? What's the one thing? What's that 1% that you can do to get better every day? What's that one thing that you can add to your daily agenda that's focused specifically on your dream that can push you to the next level? I know you're overwhelmed. I know you're stressed. I know you carry a lot of people. I know you employ people. I know you got a lot on your plate. Start with baby steps. To make a manifestation of a dream come true, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Don't try to take all this on at once, but find a mentor, 
get rid of ego, humble yourself and learn from someone who knows this industry and knows this game and incorporate what you want into your daily agenda. And my friend, the destination is absolutely incredible. That's what I would say. I think we're going to leave it right there. So everybody, <laughs> this is this is just a taste of De La Torre. Can imagine spending three days with him or, or, or more. Um, <laughs> and so what we're going to do is we're going to create, we're going to have multiple podcasts with Dell and we're going to create kind of a repository of his information uh, on the physician's road. So you can kind of get a taste of who he is and connect with him through there. Um, and so we're going to have it at, at the physician's road.com forward slash Dell D E L life is very making it very easy. Physiciansroad.com forward slash Dell. And so on there, we're going to have links to um, his his Crush the Stage um, training program. And we're also going to have a link there for his uh, brand new book. And so I'm going to let Dale talk about his book really quickly. Um, and then we'll have a link there so you can you can get get to it and look at it and see it. And um, it's something that I think any everybody can use because we're all presenting in the world, whether we know it or not. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, our brand new book, book number seven for us is called Platinum Presentations, 52 Tips to Speak with Confidence, Win Your Audience, and Grow Your Bank Account. And I wrote this book literally because, again, I've been doing this professionally full-time for 15 years. And one of the things that 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 I've realized is that I've never written a book on the skill that I've been using. I've written tons of other books on, on, you know, being career transition or living your purpose or living your passion, or living your dream or overcoming challenges and failures and hardships, all that stuff, professional development, but I'd never written a book about the skill. And so I said, listen, I've been doing this a long time. What could I teach anybody from any industry, how they can master their public speaking and presentation skills. So I boiled it down into 52 tips. Each tip is one page and uh, it's broken down into three sections, what to be before your next presentation, what to be during your next presentation, and what to be after your next presentation. And it's really, really remarkable. We're getting rave reviews on Amazon about it, and we'd love for you to check it out. So make sure you check out the show notes so you can get your copy of the book and the audio coaching program inspired by the book. And I know that it'll make a massive difference in the way you present your gifts, your talents, and the problem that you solve in the world. Perfect. And so, like I said, thephysiciansroad.com forward slash Dell, D-E-L. And we'll, we're going to put a bunch of his uh, resource materials on there over time. And so as his tech people get with my tech people, we're going we're gonna to build a nice re- library repository. My people, there. your people. My people, your people. <laughs> exactly. And so uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to today's powerful podcast. Um, again, we're on the path of personal development. So please go to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. This should be probably one of the highest rated that we've ever done. Um, five stars is best if you feel that, that that's what it was worth, but it allows us to rank higher in, in search engines so that more physicians can find us. Um, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play um, as well. Also on Facebook, we have a Facebook group where we can have more in-depth discussions uh, around some of these topics. And so you can just go onto Facebook and just put in the physician's road and you, and you will find it. And then we're also on Twitter. We send these things out on Twitter as well. Um, we're at physician's road um, on Twitter. And so from that standpoint, I just want to thank everybody and we'll see you next time on the physician's road where you create your life in medicine on your own terms. Thanks, Dale. Tremendous honor indeed, my friend. 
The Physician's Road is brought to you by Vernonville Asset Management. Vernonville Asset Management was created to help physicians build wealth and create income beyond Wall Street. Through our exclusive private investments, doctors can begin to free themselves from the burdensome regulations in healthcare by creating income streams independent of medicine. Go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get your free report, Wall Street's Biggest Lie. Again, go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get Wall Street's Biggest Lie and free yourself today. Thank you for listening to The Physician's Road, where you create your life in medicine on your own terms. Please go to thephysiciansroad.com and sign up for your free guides and resources.